Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, uh, we, we should look ahead. We, we can put, yeah. we could park last weekend. Let's look ahead to this weekend. Eden Park, Crusaders Blues. Massive, massive game. What do you think the uh, message will be at training this week? Well, look, I think if I know the Crusaders, they know what's coming to them from the Blues because they've spoken nothing about it since that final last year, which was they're after revenge. You know, they felt that they were, to a degree, ambushed. Um, they they went into that game and they got tactically smacked. Um, and that'll hurt Leon uh, because him and Razor are good mates and they've coached together, but they just got it wrong everywhere. Not only the players with their execution, but off the field tactically, they just didn't have um, anywhere near the preparation. Well, they prepared well, but they didn't expect what the Crusaders would bring and the and the method that they would bring and the accuracy on the night and the ferocity with the way they started the game. So in all departments, the Blues were outplayed. And, and I'm not um, saying that to have a dig in the ribs. I think everybody saw that, mm. you know. So they're still smarting from that. So the Crusaders will be sitting in Christchurch now hurt from that loss um, against Indrua, but equally knowing that they've got an opposition that are, are out to get them back. Um, that's a good thing, if you ask me, because I feel that that shifts the focus. Like, the Crusaders, again, can slip in under the radar and go, well, okay, we know that we came up here last year and, you know, um, did a number on you on your home patch. Uh, we're probably going to try to want to do that again, but the pressure's not on us. The pressure's on you because you've been the one who's been talking about the fact that it still hurts. Um, we want to right the wrongs, all those sorts of words coming out of that camp, um, I think allows the Crusaders just to sort of slip into town and go about their business like they did for the final because all the pressure and the hype was in the Blues camp. Yeah, yeah, it was. And yeah, I think uh, it's a really good point you make. The, the, the eye might not be on the ball, as it were, in terms of the focus Not might not be quite right this weekend with the Crusaders coming into town. I'll tell you, the other big difference from this year from last year is that there's no Luke Romano in the Blues pack. Um, not only did he know how the Crusaders operate, um, you know, because the, remember the Blues got the win down there last year, uh, but he also mm. brought that mongrel and that extra size and, and things into the tight that they probably don't have this year. No, they don't, and and it didn't look uh, great for Patrick uh, Tuipilotu either, uh, who had to leave the field. I'd be very, very surprised if he's fit um, the way that he limped off. Uh, so that, that takes another big engine out of that tight five, and and then you like you say you have Romano with all his experience, but also just his competitiveness. <laughs> you know, like the the guy just wants to get stuck into any opposition, particularly his old team. You know, um, so. Yeah, they are missing a bit of firepower in that department and then and, and up against what you would imagine would be both all black locks again um, and Barrett and, and white lock. Ethan Blackadder will come back. Uh, and, and it's just about how uh, Scott Robertson balanced out the rest of that back row. Um, you know, the, the, the loss uh, of Cullen Grace is massive. Mm. Um, so, 
you know, you've got to factor that in. Uh, the, the other side of it, Ricardo, that's kind of just what concerning me a little bit, and don't don't get me wrong, I'm not massively worried about it. But I alluded to it before was the way that the Crusaders just lacked a little bit of punch um, to be able to open the endurer up. I felt the same way in the Chiefs game. Um, the Highlanders, everybody can say, yeah, yeah, the Highlanders, you know, we, we smacked 50 points on them, but the Highlanders are a, uh, they are a bit of a funny old outfit to try and gauge yourself against at the moment and, and probably gives you a little bit of a false sense of where you're at. So uh, my fascination in this is how do the Crusaders play this game? You know, where, where, where do they get their penetration from? Where, where does the threat outside of that pretty good engine and that tight five, where, where does that other variation of attack come from? Um, I just wonder whether or not, mate, they they, they go for Leicester firing a Nuku at centre. Mm. It was so successful for them last year. And I just I just think about where they need to engage the Blues and, 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 and make them work hard. In this, and that's making two of us, a Sheik and Rico Iwani, make tackles on a big man. Um, if I was putting my coaching cap on and I'm not, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not a coach and, 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 and I'm pretty happy about that because it is, <laughs> A left me with my hair, which Razor has none of, um, <laughs> he's hanging on, he's hanging on somehow. Um, and B it, so it keeps my stress levels reasonably low is that's where I would go. I, I would, I would put Leicester at, at center, particularly if Harvey missing as well. Well, that's the thing I was going to ask you, who plays inside him then? Because um, you'll have Richard Wagner back at 10. I mean, does Burke play 12? I would play in or there. Yeah. And, and they did they did a little bit of that um, last year. And people go, oh, you know, yeah, you're playing two cents. The way that the Crusaders worked it last year, they actually switched them around a little bit. Um, and and I thought that worked quite well. Uh, so the, the disadvantage is they, they kind of had Harvey at the back as well, or Will Jordan. Um, so... Well, well, actually, sorry, I, I, I take that back. And um, Haveli was actually out um, when they were doing that, but they did have Will Jordan at the back. So if they play Leicester there, they're going to have to, and they play Braden Enor at twelve. They've got they've got to try and find the solution at fullback. And I know what your next question is going to be. <laughs> so, <laughs> Go on then, save me the trouble. Uh, well, yeah, like I said, I'm not a I'm a man. I'm a man in motion here, working my way through this conundrum uh, of of how they how they fill that spot because um, Shafi only got his first game at the weekend and he just looked a little bit underdone. Now you can't have an underdone player going into a game, massive game like this at Eden Park. Um, and, and I don't think you can throw a youngster like Macca Springer in there. So all of a sudden in an area where they had massive depth in the outside backs, the Crusaders are looking a little short. Mm. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I don't know what the answer to that is, apart from um, possibly playing Fergus Burke there. Yeah, which they've done before. Right? They did that against the Highlanders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got that ju- that dual playmaker role. Um, he's a good defender, as is, as is Richie Moanga. So if they want to swap them around, they can and put Moanga at fifteen on defence. That's where I would go. So that's a weird backline. So we're looking at. I would go for Drummond. I would go for Moanga. I'd go for Enor. Firing a Nuku. Wingers, Sebu Reese, fullback is um, whoever, uh, Fergus Burke. And then the other wing has kind of got me a little bit perplexed. 
Yeah, well, that could be a Macca Springer, or I mean, you could, I suppose, play Sheaf Fihaki there if you needed to. Yeah, it's Probably interesting. Fihaki on the wing. Yeah. Mm. Um, do you know where Harvili's at, and do you know what the hooking situation is? No, I don't. I don't know either, um, but I do know that um, David Harvili was not in a good place. Um, you know, he may he may come right, but. Uh, it didn't look great, and from what I have heard, it wasn't great, but they are always very secretive around these things mm. because they don't want to give the opposition any any rope to say, well, you know, so they want to keep them guessing, oh, how will he pay, or will he, won't, will he, will he won't he type thing. So, yeah. you know, I, I'm not quite sure, but, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it, um, where, they, where they now sit uh, in terms of their injuries and, and who they – throw out there in that back line, which I felt just didn't lack enough punch. It lacked punch against the Indrua. It did, and we, we mentioned it yesterday, but uh, this game, if the, Crus- the Crusaders lose this, they're one and, one and three. Oh, mate. You know? It's not good. Yeah, it's not and, good. And that's that's not how you want to start your last season if you raise her either. No, you don't. Uh, and, look, they're, they're capable still of making the finals from anywhere because this yeah. side is... Well drilled, well coached, and has the depth, but it just brings pressure that you don't need early in the season, and that's not nice. 